What role does religion play in death consciousness? Greetings and welcome. My name, Jack Bybee. I am a near-death experiencer, nde I have received many questions like the one I just cited, all this with regards to my exposure in death consciousness, heaven. In this episode, episode 4 of the Afterlife Question and Answer, I discuss the following. Does religion have a role in death consciousness? Defining the term death consciousness. Then come the three questions that I've dealt on before and I'm going to deal on again. And fourthly, was that a loving thing to do? Also, an announcement. Available shortly, the NDE and Associated Bibliography. Please request via the Gmail account AFTQA23 at gmail.com. I'll repeat that. Request the bibliography of NDE and associated books that I have referred to so often at AFTQA23 at gmail.com and please have in the header bibliography. Okay, here we go. On to what role does religion play in death consciousness? Firstly, let's define what I mean by death consciousness. Way back a good number of years ago, I think it was 2006, but I'm guessing at that, a cardiologist from the University of Amsterdam developed a proactive study of cardiac patients that were suspected to have cardiac arrests. The results were published in The Lancet a few years ago, and the academic created the term death consciousness. The result of the study was that most cardiac patients who recovered reported an alternate level of consciousness, now termed, as I said, death consciousness. The term is synonymous with heaven, the other side, nirvana, etc. To me, termed death consciousness really works, as the divine paradox exemplifies. Yes, I was dead. Or my physical body was, that is. No, I was superbly conscious. In this and other episodes, I'll explain. Now, I have zero fight with organized religion. As far as I am concerned, in these most uncertain times, anything that gives a society hope is surely needed by the masses. Further, I grew up exposed to the Protestant philosophy. In my NDE, I interacted with the Ascended Master, Jesus, the Christos. That is where my disillusionment with organized religion truly set in. I was told by Christ, my message has been totally misunderstood. Love is all there is. Now, of course, after years of pondering, I understand. I cannot recall the exact words. If it was 
completely misunderstood or totally misunderstood. On this issue of love, my issue is, how will any commander of any military react when, in their life review, asked, was that a loving thing to do? No, no, no. I mean any officer. In fact, any armed combatant, killing or attempted attempting to kill. As far as I am concerned, there is zero possibility, surrounded by perfect love, of hiding behind uh, some law, some concept like, my officer commanded me, but the Constitution says, all that needs happen is to answer against the backdrop sensation of perfect love, to answer, was that a loving thing to do? Well, answer it. Was it or was it not the loving thing to do? Yes, yes, through the ages, Homo sapiens have not been thinking, not knowing nor aware of the consequences of its actions. Have there not been ones who have lifted their voices or have all remained silent about warfare, school shootings, murder, etc., etc. Just because it happened in the past is zero excuse for it to continue happening. Later, in the interaction with Christ, I was informed that love is the greatest force in the universe. I agree, and I maintain that love is the greatest force even in the universes that lie beyond. Now, a question that recently slid across my monitor. What happens to spirit with different religious persuasions when they land up in death consciousness? As I detailed, love is energy, an emotion, a vibration of energy. Everything in spirit is a vibration. As soon as I started to think about this, post-NDE of course, it started to make a lot more sense. Here, in spirit, on reaching death consciousness, we encounter situations that we expect to encounter, or that we have connected with either consciously or subconsciously on an emotional level. I was shown an image, rather difficult to describe, that love is everything. The emotional vibrations of our spirits create an aura in death consciousness, as much like an onion peel. We are, to use the hippie term, all one. Love is all there is. This aura, emanating from the other side, surrounds everything, yes, you and me, in everything here on earth and elsewhere. This is why earth-based religions are totally negate death consciousness. To my knowledge, and I could be wrong about this, Buddhism is the only reasonably pacifist, non-violent religion that I can think of, which other organized religions espouse and practice peace over everything else. I cannot think of one. Whether the spirit now 
in death consciousness was Christian, Muslim, Judaic, whatever, when on the other side, no matter what excuse was used on the earth plane, no matter what, love is all there is. On the score, allowing me to vent forth on one U.S. president's hot air, George the Sun said, in no uncertain terms, or was it his speechwriter who wrote, God said, I must kill the enemy. Nonsense. My issue? God is perfect. George Bush's speechwriter playing to the conservative constituents after 9-11 did not know what he or she was right. The one question that I was judged on, if judgment it can be called, was that a loving thing to do? Whatever religious conviction you are now has very little or no consequence in death consciousness. No matter what, what does actually matter? Love. However, the level of consciousness of the spirit possibly determines what lessons are needed here on the earth plane, as each and every spirit has lived completely individual lives, possibly given the level of consciousness that could be interpreted as having many mansions in heaven. I maintain that many religious doctrines are based on writings that, in a time when communicating to an audience was much more difficult and had to be placed in words and concepts the audience could then understand. Hence, I interpret the phrase, In my father's house there are many mansions. That quote as that a mansion is equal to a level of consciousness. This, of course, begs the question, how, eventually, when our time comes to return to death consciousness, how to attain entrance to a mansion, to a higher level of consciousness. Certainly, there could be other methods. My conviction? Love. So, what have you done with the life just passed? You have lived a loving life, or not? Yes, yes, I understand. That sounds like a whole lot of judgment, does it not? And here, if the bard will pardon me, here's the rub. It is judgment by the self, of the self. The self judging the self's life just passed. I previously mentioned the three questions, which I maintain are the most important questions any transitioning spirit should have to answer. That is, what have you done with the life just passed? Whom have you loved and been loved by? What have you learned and been loved by? And now, as I close, please remember, you and I are here to learn life lessons. If you feel that life has reached a point where you feel you just cannot continue, please get help. Call 988 in the USA, contact a helpline in your area, a minister of religion or a therapist. Suicide is not an option, period. There is always help available. 
even though I maintain that nothing comes your way that you cannot handle. I know I'm speaking from experience, not that I ever considered suicide, but that's it. Until next time, to download Memories of Eternity, or if you really insist, a GoFundMe.com donation. Submit your questions on the afterlife year to AFTQA23 at gmail.com. All questions will be read anonymously. But here is my offer, my short story. A funny thing happened on the way to the morgue. Request a copy, no strings attached, at AFTQA23 at gmail.com. And please put a funny thing in the header. And you may or may not include a question. That's entirely up to you. In closing, may you walk in peace, journey in delight. May the blessings of the Perfect One be with you and yours always. Jack out. <laughs>